0: Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much for joining me today. I am delighted to be joined by Johnny Byrne of JohnnyByrne.com. Johnny, thanks very much for joining me today.
2: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure.
1: So, Johnny, why don't we just start with you telling us a bit about yourself and your business?
2: Great, yeah. Thanks, Ben. So, for the last 12 years, I've been training in online marketing and social media. And about four years ago, I decided to try and stop trading time for money and driving around the country and traveling, giving these courses. And I decided to start to put them online and I got so excited about the opportunity and I learned so much stuff around course creation the hard way that I decided I would help other people create online courses as well. So that's specifically what I focus on now is helping people create their own online training courses and programs. Nice, nice.
1: And so for people who are consultants or running tech businesses and things like that, they have an area of expertise, they understand their areas and they go in, they consult or they provide a particular service or product. Why would they then, I don't know, change courses and actually produce a course?
2: Yeah, so I I suppose to start, who is it for? I guess um, really if you get paid for what you say, then really you you can have an online course. And why they should do it is really to scale essentially, Mm -hmm. to actually have more freedom in their business and in their lives. So just to essentially... As, as the name of my guide uh, says, it's just to say it once and sell it often. It's kind of like the music business, record that album and then let, let the revenue come from the album as opposed to your time. So it's really about uh, getting out of the time for money trap and recording your expertise, growing your impact and growing your income and having more freedom in your business. Yeah, brilliant.
1: I think that makes sense to a lot of people. I suppose one question that people might have is that or an objection is that people uh, prefer to learn uh, offline in the real world and that they don't really like doing online courses. So what would you say to that?
2: Yeah, it's an absolute reality for sure, because you have the networking effect, you have a different energy in the room, both for as the student and as the trainer. And um, people put it into their diary and they, they turn up hopefully um, for the classroom or the workshop or, um, whereas they're not, they need to be quite disciplined, if you like, to turn up to a course that's evergreen, or they can watch it as often as they want, whenever they want. And sometimes that ends up on the long fingers, we say, and they put it off. So there's definitely challenges when you create an online course or program that you need to be aware of. However, the advantage is that uh, the flexibility for the student, essentially. Um, People can take courses now that Sometimes aren't available even in their own country, yeah. Um, or they're not available at a time that suits. Or if people are in a full-time job, um, and they can only take um training or courses in the evening, then um a day course isn't suitable for them. So it can be um a lot more affordable and a lot more accessible. And mm-hmm. they are two big um, attractions for students these days. Um, And if you look at the trend in online learning, it's only going one way and that's up. I mean, I I follow a a website called Udemy, which is a marketplace for online courses that a lot of people would be aware of. And I started paying attention to those guys four years ago when they had 3 million students and they've got 40 million students now. Wow. Um, You know, LinkedIn bought lynda.com for over a billion dollars. And Linda started 20 years ago online courses. Um, and it's just, you know, the numbers are all going one way. So and I, I think the, the millennials who are learning from YouTube and, and various places, they're beginning to get more comfortable with online learning as well. And yeah. I mean, I remember watching a course on TV one night because there was nothing on and I really wanted to learn. Actually, it was a course about green screen. Yeah. And I was just sitting there on the couch watching a short course on green screens it might sound a bit nerdy but um, <laughs> the fact of the matter is I was able to come in the next morning and actually set up a green screen get my lights right because I just it wasn't working for me yeah. a quick course on Udemy that night and away I go so yeah I think the affordability and the accessibility um, and the access those three A's are, are going to be uh, huge for people Yeah.
1: And that triggers a question. So you you were watching TV and you learned something. So the green screen thing for me recently, I needed to add more data to my phone because it was slowing down. So I bought one of those discs, you know, the card things you can plug in the back and I looked up on YouTube and saw how you could connect it, move files across. So I guess the question from that is if there's so much information of freely available on YouTube, why create a course that you would aim to sell? Is there a risk that you wouldn't sell it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it comes up all the time people say to me, I remember a guy emailed me one day and says, what can I learn from your course that I can't find on YouTube? Um, And my reply in my head was, um, YouTube's full of videos, not courses. Uh, And if you don't know what to put into YouTube, then you won't get the answer. Yeah. So for example, if you don't know that you can add a Facebook tracking pixel to your website so that you can retarget your visitors, you won't know how, you won't know what to put into YouTube. How do I add a tracking pixel to yeah. the website because you don't know it exists. So, so when you get a course, you get stuff, um, you get education, training, and videos in a course covering things you may not even know to ask. It's that whole thing of I don't know what I don't know. Therefore, I don't know what to put into YouTube. Yeah. So YouTube's definitely um, a competitor, but a lot of people on YouTube are enthusiasts and they're putting up the videos for free they're just into making videos for youtube so they're while they can get you out of a spot they're not always a structured course Mm. and of course as an online instructor youtube's a great marketplace for you to put some of your course into youtube with a link to the paid course so you can use it to your advantage you need to be aware that is there's an element of uh of competition from youtube but as I say, it's full of videos, not courses. Gotcha.
1: Okay, that makes sense. And for people who, for instance, the consultants, who, whether that be human resources, consultants training, diversity and inclusion, remuneration, they've got all this expertise and they're, they're probably wondering, well, what do I teach? What do I train? If there's so much knowledge that I have that I could share.
2: Yeah, so I guess the place to start, and again, it's covered in the guide on under section three, which is picking a course, what I say to people is start with picking what you know the best that you're best known for. That's the first place to start. Yeah. Secondly, is it a real pain point for people? What's the biggest pain point they have that they're trying to remove or that mm-hmm. you can remove with yeah. this education? And the third thing is, is there, um, are these people in a position to be able to pay for it? And if you tick all those boxes, it's a great place to start. So what do you know the best that you're best known for that solves a real pain for enough people that can pay for it. It's a lot of peas, but I <laughs> just make it easier for people to yeah. remember. So that's a good starting point. I know when people have 10, 15, 20 years of experience and they get really excited with the opportunity of creating an online course, they're like, oh, my God, I could create so many courses. So it's about taking a step back and starting with um, the one – that, that uh, I say that will be demand for the people will pay for, and also the one that you're really passionate about as well. Because you know, a byproduct of passion is energy, and energy is infectious. So, just because um, it'll be profitable uh, and it's a real pain point, if you're not passionate about it, you won't come across um, as excited about teaching it, and the students will pick up on that as well. So, ideally, yeah. it takes. Um, all those boxes you know definitely and the other thing to remember as well is that there's huge value in the process of creating a first course so even if it's not a world changing million dollar course the fact that you've gone through the process is a skill for life and you can yep. say right I've learned a lot I've got my green screen if you're going to use one I've got my equipment etc and I'm comfortable with creating a course and like baking a cake you know there's a huge value in the learning, even if the cake doesn 't turn out perfect the first time
1: <laughs> so you 've obviously seen me cook then okay interesting yeah yeah perfect. <laughs> That's very, so is it is it technical or tricky to do to actually create a course because it might people I imagine mm-hmm. have a sense of overwhelm
2: yeah, definitely, and uh, I could show you boxes of equipment here that i 've <laughs> uh, learned the hard way and try to do things on the cheap, et cetera, and we can talk about cost as well so what i say to people is not easy but it's a lot easier than you think yeah and if you think back of stuff that you've now mastered and you do every day like driving using a smartphone Mm -hmm. using a laptop or a tablet sending email managing your own website etc etc when you think back of um how that felt oh i'll never get this i'll never learn how to swim i'll never be able to play the guitar i'll never be able to drive (laughs) and now you can you know it's like putting on your shoes in the morning. You do it without even knowing. Yeah. So if you get the right direction and you're really keen to um, do it and you understand the benefits of having more freedom in your life for you, for your health, for your loved ones, and that you're not working 100 hours a week, you're not stressed, you're not um, overwhelmed and all that kind of stuff. That The benefits will help you. And a bit of direction from my free guide or from some other expert who's been mm. through it, it's a lot easier than you think. Yeah.
1: You actually just triggered another thought that I've, in consulting work where I've been uh, set up to do work and then, I don't know, people have been ill or this work's been cancelled and things like that. that. That's income that just suddenly disappears for a consultant anyway. Oh, for
2: sure. For sure. I, I had a rude awakening um, about three years ago where I had done my um, cash flow for December and January. And I have two small children and um, everything that goes with that around mm. Christmas time as well. Yeah. And um, I had I had my cash flow done for the two months, mortgage, office rent, etc. And I was booked to give a, a course up in, in Donegal, up in, in the northern part of Ireland. Um, and I think it was I was getting maybe €800 Euro for the day. And I'd everything worked out. And I thought, right, that kind of 800 is my little. That's
1: going towards this, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know. And Snow came and Ulton rang me, the guy organizing the course. And he said, there's no point in even trying to get up here. We're all housebound, course cancelled. And that 800 was just pulled from under me just in a in a quick phone call. Um, and I had to recalibrate my finances and so on. But so that, that was kind of, wow, like you... you you can lose, you know, a course through to cancellation and lose yeah. income from it. But two years, um, two years forward, um, if you like, or two years later, mm. um, I had an online course up and running. And it, in December, when again, December, and like before, when things are very quiet uh, or could get cancelled, yeah. I had a company order 20 copies of my online course. <laughs> And so that was over a 2000 euro order and um, I'll never forget it because it was December. And I was thinking back on two years previous, I was canceled. There was no travel. There's no delivery for two Like really with that 2000 euro order, you just have to say thank you and give them access. And, and it can't be, it can't be, it can't be canceled, you know, um, you know, unless they renege on it. But, you know, once you get the money, you get the money. So it, it wasn't weather dependent. Um, so it, it, it was a That's real brilliant. change um, for me, not just the travel, but being cancelled and all that kind of good stuff. So.
1: And you potentially could have made that money sitting on your couch.
2: Yeah, actually, I, I, I pretty much did. I mean, the lady came into the office because it was a local order um, and she came in and said, I, I think we'll actually take a couple of copies of your course. And I thought maybe two or three. <laughs> and I said, how many? She said 20. And I'm like, <laughs> You know, so, because it was a 95-year-old course at the time. So, as I say, it was around 2K. And, yeah, I had nothing to do Yeah, I only say thank you. For- it would have taken me a couple of days to get to, to yeah. you know, like two or three days of full-time training plus travel in an offline environment to make yeah. some income back then. You know, so. Yeah.
1: And if you're listening to this, uh, it, th- there's a really great feeling that comes when you receive an order coming in on your phone for mm. payment, you know, payment made for something you didn't actually have to go out and work for as in it was a product sold online and it was conducted online and money in the bank that's great
2: i didn't believe those what i thought were myths about money while you sleep and my phone with these orders and stuff yeah and one thing that i've learned from my yoga teacher was that he says that everything is a story until you experience it for yourself and it really is and but so even when i say to 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 your viewers and your listeners. Now it might still feel like a story unless they have experienced it for yourself, but I can tell you, it is a huge, um, it's a huge feeling, really, really great feeling. I remember getting an order one evening at about 20 past seven. And I was just playing with my kids PayPal, and PayPal <laughs> 197 euros for your course. I'm like, you know, it's just, it's a game changer, not yeah. just for your business for those people really important to you as well. You know? That's great. That's great.
1: Johnny, we've covered a lot of ground, but you have very kindly agreed to teach some more at the upcoming conference. So can I ask you, what should people do next if they want to learn more? A, about your own business and your own website, and then also about the conference?
2: Yeah, so there's a free guide on my website called Say It Once, Sell It Often. And it goes through a 9P process that I've learned the hard way so that you don't have to. It takes you through how to get started from... Preparation, which is the first P, just preparing yourself and building some internal leverage so that you're going to actually commit and go through with, even if things get a little bit technical on you, that you're going to drive through and create it. So that's a 9P process. Um, The guide is available on my website that you can get for free. Of course, um, I will follow up with your permission um, for everybody that subscribes, but that's there read it and, and you know a lot of people have gone off with that guide and actually you know done quite well in in at least getting started and, and having a system to follow um, and of Sorry. course the conference then is well
1: actually johnny before you go on to the conference so Sorry. um folks listening I, i've actually downloaded that guide myself and you know there's, there's so much out there that's free download and, and but it was a really impressive document I, I as you say it was a lot to learn and you could just take it and, and you know, move on quickly and take action with it. So mm. yeah, well done for that. Sorry, for the conference, yeah.
2: Yeah, so the, the, the other action your viewers and listeners can take, of course, is to um, sign up for the conference and uh, get even more information about creating your first online course. And indeed, if you have an online course or program, you might get some insights on um, effective marketing or sales strategies around that or even, you know, some nuggets that you may not have been aware of Brilliant. as well. so
1: I know you've got um, nine P's, but I don't want to put you on the spot. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. it was me, i forget the eighth one, but yeah.
2: Yeah, so we have preparation, which is really about um, getting into the proper mindset for creating your online course. Because as trainers, um, or indeed as entrepreneurs and, and business owners, um, we tend to get paid fairly quickly or we have an order, we have a PO number, et cetera. When you're creating your course, you might be wondering, I wonder will this ever sell? Yeah. I could be out with clients getting paid when I'm here in the office making videos. So you need to prepare yourself um, so that you'll drive through. The next one then is planning out the 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 time in your schedule because something will have to give to accommodate the time that you're now going to invest in this program. So we have some um, tactics and strategies and around that then we have how to pick your course which is essentially what I say to people yep. starting out is to pick a subject that you know the best that you're best known for and there's a couple of more things we do in picking your course as well then we go through pilot which is the fourth p which is basically how to actually generate some revenue from your course uh, before you actually publish it okay that's a big one that's a big one you can have two four maybe two to three four thousand euros or more worth of sales before you hit record. I did this with a course a couple of years ago. It was called Facebook for Pharmacists. It was one of my first online courses. And I had uh, 22 pharmacists pay 200 euro in advance um, for pilot access to the course. So it was 4,400 euro approximately in sales before I hit record. So we go through that whole process of how to launch a, a pilot or beta version of it. Then we go through price, which comes up all the time. Should I charge 95? Should I charge 995? So we go through mm-hmm. the pros and cons and, and the different tactics around that. Then we look at production, which is essentially going through a very simple but professional way of creating uh, videos and screen capture tutorials, whatever the content may be, to produce it in a in a way that justifies your price and gives a good learning experience for your students as well. Yep. Then we go through publish, which is putting it online, making it available for people to buy. Then we go through promotion, things like Facebook ads uh, webinars, and some other promotional strategies like having a free guide, which will be a digest version of your course um, where people can download, get it for free, see that you know what you're talking about. You have their name and email. You build trust, you nurture the relationship, you follow up um, with information about the program and a percentage hopefully will buy, and I'm sure they will. Um, And the last P then, the ninth P, is turning your course into a program where you actually go from not only providing pre-recorded videos, but also how to um, have weekly or monthly live group coaching Mm. via something like Zoom, where you provide accountability encouragement and support and people will pay a premium for that accountability a lot of people have joined my program purely for the accountability in fact yeah. they've said to me i've launched courses but i haven't had the revenue and i haven't been disciplined in my marketing and i haven't you know done something every week to yeah. to grow the revenue so that accountability is invaluable and of course it's scalable because you know you can have 10, 15, 20, 100 people on a group Zoom um, as well. So that's just taking your course and turning it into a program. And essentially, you can add a zero to the price um, and a year, six months or a year's access to the program. And uh, people will pay for that accountability and support. That's fantastic.
1: People listening, make sure you get to that session because there's so much in there. I know we went through nine different P's there, but uh, I don't know what the pre-launch, was that what you were calling, you know, being able to pre-sell something? Pilot. Pilot, sorry. That is a hidden secret that a lot of people are not aware of. And I would say it's one of the biggest mistakes that any course creator or book author or something else people make is that they think of Kevin Costner, if you build it, they will come. It's not necessarily the case. So, that pilot aspect will be so valuable. You will not waste all your time and effort to not sell something. That part's really good.
2: Yeah, because a lot of course creators, um, you know, they might lock themselves in a room for a couple of days and make yeah. a bunch of videos. They're still going to have questions. So, they may as well answer them along the way. Mm. And sometimes with the curse of knowledge, we leave out a key step. Mm. So, sometimes if people want directions to your house and you tell yeah. them, yeah. you turn left here you turn right there and you forget to tell them about the left turn that everybody knows yeah you know <laughs> um and you don't tell them and they ring you and they're like i'm totally lost <laughs> right. so that's the curse of knowledge where yeah. we forget what it was like not to know um yeah. what we now know yeah but your students will help you avoid that by going johnny i watched video 6 and three times i watched it and i'm i still can't do what is in it and I watch it back and go, I completely left out the yeah, yeah. direction, that, that left turn that everybody knows. Um, so the, the pilot launch, you, you end up with a far better course. You end up with students who get success because you kind of go beyond the, the call of duty in the pilot process yeah, yeah. to make sure that you really answer all those questions. Yeah. And it's not about going to the ends of the earth either. They need to have a certain level of knowledge depending on the course. But at the same time, it's important to avoid um, those crucial directions that sometimes we leave out um, due to the curse of knowledge. So the pilot process, you have income, a better course, more satisfied students, testimonials. It is just the only way to go really in terms of creating your course is to do a pilot launch. Brilliant
1: so folks i think you should absolutely make sure you get to johnny's talk at the conference and also make sure you visit uh, johnny's website so it's johnnyburn.com and i'll put the, the link in the show notes but it's j-o-h-n-n-y-b-e-i-r-n-e.com so mm-hmm. johnnyburn.com and then also see you at the conference the HR consultants online conference johnny thank you very much for your time today it's been excellent i've really learned a, a lot already
2: thank you ben thank you very much